serving spiritual seekers around the world. Unity Online Radio. Thank you for tuning in for this Unity Partner Program. Unity Online Radio partners with spiritual leaders from organizations whose mission and messages complement Unity's. We are pleased to bring you this program on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Welcome to Everyday Attraction, where the law of attraction gets real with host Ray Zander. Get ready to expand your life, your knowing, your alignment with Source. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Everyday Attraction here on Unity Online Radio and AlignRadio.com. As you know, every week we come to you as an opportunity in this hour to... What I like to think of is touching the veil more succinctly, more closely, more intent on understanding who we really are in this magnificent physical, non-physical world of effects and consciousness. What we attempt to do every week is to understand more precisely the laws of the universe, but more importantly, who we are within them and how are we consciously creating the life we desire. Today we're going to talk about how to move from being a seeker of God to being a creator of consciousness, of your life, of your inner knowing and your keen relationship to that inner being. And to help me do that, we're actually going to be using, as we do every week here on Everyday Attraction, the scrumptious, delicious, wonderful teachings of Abraham. Those of you who are perhaps new to these teachings, they're probably going to sound very familiar because they have within them the core understanding and I think truth that many of the unity teachings and the science of mind teachings and many of these metaphysical teachings have within them. So there's a symbiosis between the teachings of Abraham and what we know as unity teachings. But what is extraordinary about the Abraham teaching, from my opinion, is that there is a vitality and, a, and an aliveness to the information coming through these teachers that I find is incredibly relevant to our everyday experience. But one of the challenges that I find uh, with the teachings of Abraham, as much as I adore them, is that they are so dense. Sometimes they feel like if you've ever studied The Course in Miracles, sometimes you'll, you'll read something, and in this situation you'll hear something that Abraham thinks, says, and you'll say, what? Slow it down. I know there was something in there that was magnificent and wonderful, but say it again. And that's what we do on this show every week. We say, slow it down. Let's say it again. Because... We know that these teachings can have such profound effects on our ability to fully live our lives. And isn't that what it's all about? We're here to be expansive. 
to embrace freedom, and also to live more joyfully. And that is the intent of these teachings. So if you're if you're new to Abraham, I highly encourage you to go over to the, the main website, if you will, at abraham-hicks.com and explore a little bit more. And if you're familiar with these teachings, we're going to talk specifically about um, some new understandings and, and, and imagery that is coming through these teachers. And we just give you a little taste of these teachings, and we always highly, highly encourage you to, to purchase the, the long-form content, the workshop content, and if you ever have a chance to experience Esther and the real-live workshop experience, I can't, you know, of course, say enough about going there. But today, I want to talk about this consciousness of calling it perfect. What do I mean by that? Well, one of the conundrums and one of the, you know, one of the real facets of law of attraction that can be rather tricky, and I'm just going to call it paradoxical, is that what you focus on is what you get more of. That much we know. That's a core understanding of these teachings, of any metaphysical teachings. That which you think, that's what you feel, that's what you focus on, is part of what is attracting or pulling into your life experience what your what your life is about. So what's interesting about that is the subtlety of it. Because if you are experiencing the consciousness of wanting, or you are in a place of seeking, the law of attraction can only give you that which you are broadcasting, if you will. And so if we come with deep wants and needs, and we are coming with a consciousness of seeking, I don't know, this is confusing, what the universe mirrors back to us is more opportunities to be confused in want and constantly seeking. And so we end up in sort of a spiritual cycle that goes nowhere except for more wanting, waiting, and seeking. We talked about this a little bit last week when we talked about the difference between living a life on the precipice and living a life in the process. But we're going to go even deeper this week because what we want to talk about is seeking, moving from a life of seeking to a very calm, clear understanding of how you create. And why I say the power of calling it perfect is that when we call our lives perfect, even in the seeming chaos that they may have, even in whatever circumstances we may not want, when we call it perfect, we actually release the resistance of seeking an answer, which is just enough releasing of resistance that we can have peace of mind to call it okay to let it be. And when we do that, the channels open and the truth comes through in how we are actually creating everything. And that's why we're calling it perfect. There is nothing that we aren't creating that doesn't have within it an opportunity for our expansion, our joy, our freedom. But we have to stop pushing against we have to stop seeking. We have to stop calling it wrong so that we can get enough peace of mind, so we can get enough breath to hear the truth of who we are. 
when we are pushing, when we are seeking, we lose control of the fact that we are actually creating in the moment. We lose the grip, the fine-tuning, the ability for us to be powerful creators. Because when we push against, when we earnestly seek, when we are in a place of discontent, we can only create more of that. So let us in this collective moment together call our lives perfect. Let's cease for the moment needing to change anything. Let's find a place within us where our peace can run so deep that the truth of who we are, that larger voice, that non-physical, ancient, unlimited being can have more of a stage, can have more of a place in our eyes, can have more of a place in our ears, can start to show us what's really happening versus what we've been trying to make happen. And to go in even deeper, we're going to listen to a little bit of what Abraham is talking about in this transition to a new consciousness. And we're going to set this up by listening to a track that happened relatively recently. It was an Alaskan cruise in 2011, where this one particular gentleman sat in the seat, and you'll hear by his very tone of voice the level of confusion and pushing and trying to make it happen that is crowding his ability often to hear the message that's coming through, but we'll hear it. And as we move through this interesting position of seeking to creating, we'll see some of the paradoxes that are apparent, that when we let go of control to make happen, we actually attain, we call forth true creativity and creation of our reality. It's really interesting. So let's set this up. We'll listen a little bit to the earnest seeking and frustration of this particular gentleman who's speaking to these teachers. And then let's hear what they have to say as to how we can quiet the mind and really embody the truth of who we are. Are you ready? Here we go. Like, I mean, for me now, my last year has been very, very difficult because I found myself um, going from teachings which would uh, lighten my vibration, you would think, like the teachings of, of questioning thinking and so forth, so that I would come into alignment with what I see. Um, I found that wasn't, it wasn't working for me. And well, we just explained why. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, was, it was more, it, it, uh, yeah, I couldn't, it didn't float, exactly. But what what I did was I for me my exploration has more been instead of trying to explore what my mind is saying is is the realization that the the mind doesn't me as a I mean that there, there is no there is no self basically realizing what is what? realizing that there is no um, it's just seeing that there's only awareness in life there's only awareness as, as myself yes. And, and that where you focus is how you feel. And where you focus is what your point of attraction is. And where you focus is what you create. And it's, it's, it's I guess, 
I've, I've not seen myself ever as a creator, as a conscious creator. I've always seen myself, my role as being someone who needs to... Um, That's why the discussion prior to your coming into this chair today was so perfect. Because a lot of people feel that way. They see themselves as seekers of the proper path rather than creators of it and then aligning with it. And the basis of that is a sort of habitual insecurity that is fostered in an environment where constant comparison has been your experience. In other words, you see, most people are not deliberately aligned with the source. They talk about it a lot. They talk about God's love and they want to be part of it. They talk about compassion and love, but most people aren't in that vibration very much of the time. So instead, what they're doing is banging around with a lot of other physical beings and then comparing the life experiences of that outside the vortex, so to speak, life experience. And you, don't, you can't get very far in that. It isn't until you finally begin to get a whiff of your rightness and your goodness. And so the thing that we always say to people who are standing where you're standing, who are asking and, and receiving answers and getting really close to feeling some resonance of it, the thing that we always say is that if you could just hear and trust this one thing that we're going to tell you right now, everything will get easier immediately. And that is, when you find a thought that is in vibrational harmony or compatibility with the source within you, with who you really are, with, with what's really going on, with what your inner being or source or God or whatever you want to call that non-physical greater knowing being is. When you think a thought that gives you a feeling of positive emotion, whether it's love or exhilaration or passion or appreciation, when that feeling is within you, it always means that the thought that you have activated right now meshes perfectly. It's a perfect vibrational match. That the source within you knows that, knows that, knows that too. And while you're knowing what source within you knows, you can feel the harmony of it. But when you think a thought that gives you fear, or you think a thought that, that makes you anxious, or you think a thought that makes you unsettled, you can know every single time that that thought even if you've got it from the wisest seeming person on the planet who, like a mother or a father or a clergyman or a teacher or a mentor of some kind or, or a doctor, when the thought that they are inspiring or, or eliciting from you gives you a feeling of negative emotion, you can always know one thing. Your inner being is not in agreement with that thought. So as you start allowing that to be the guidance that you're seeking. So it's not outside of you. It's not in some book. It's not on some online course. It's not in some seminar where good reports have been given by wacky people. In other words, it, it, it's not something that's outside of you. It's something that comes forth from inside of you. So as we visit with you, there isn't anything that you believe that we want you to stop believing. And there isn't anything that you want that we want you to stop wanting. We have only one thing that we desire as we interact with you, and that is that somehow we can awaken within you your realization that the source energy part of you exists, 
your realization that you have, if you want it, conscious, constant connection with that, and that the joyous life that you've come forth to live hinges completely upon your understanding of and your deliberate, conscious, co-creative interaction with that part of you, you see. And if we can awaken even the idea of that within you, and then show you endless processes, we're spewing them all day, every day, to help you find that, and find that, and find that, eventually we know you'll find the resonance, and that's when you'll have the knowing. Words don't teach. This is blah, 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 blah. Friend gave Esther the stamp. Blah, 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 blah. The stamp says blah, blah, blah. Esther says, I'm going to take that with me and just stamp it all around. Because there's so much blah, 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 blah going on. It doesn't matter. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> blah, 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 blah. <laughs> so isn't that interesting, this idea that truly, if we're going to realize who we really are and we're going to wake up from just the personality us, just the physical us, just the address us, this even idea that we are individualized, if we're going to wake up from that, and I believe that we're all wanting to wake up from that, because it is not the truth and it is not the most powerful place from which we can be in this beautiful place, this beautiful planet. If we wake up to know that we are mostly source energy and that we, if we choose it, can have a constant connection to the realization of the broader source, the infinite intelligence, the divinity within. But we have to choose that constant connection. And it is always through internal guidance. And I love that they are saying we need to move back into that internal guidance and trust one thing. Who you really are is source energy. And that source understands the whole map of this existence, the whole way this all comes together, the laws and the ways to which reality is plenished. And if we can wake up to who we really are, the only way to do that is to deliberately align with source. Well, you say, well, how do I know? And what I think was so brilliant about these teachings is that what... The, what these teachers are saying is that we came to this consciousness with this lifeline that no one can ever take away from you. And that is your emotional intelligence. That is that emotional part within you that says, if this feels good, if it opens up my heart, if it's bringing me joy, that is the, that is the stamp of approval that what you are feeling, saying, thinking, is aligning with that broader self. And when you align with the broader self, you move away from seeker and into creator. You move away from sufferer into adventurer. And it is that realization, that, that inner knowing, that emotional knowing that how you feel is telling you whether or not you are choosing to line up with the constant connection of source energy or you are freely choosing not to. And that they wanted to tell us in this segment so clearly that if they, we could just understand one thing and trust one thing, that if when thoughts feel good to us, that is evidence that we are lining up with the source, with the source within us. That is that internal guidance. And when they talk about the vortex, that place to which God only, source energy, divinity, energy, all that is, don't get hung up on the labels, the vortex is the place where we remember our creative power and we joyfully come into the physical with full understanding of the capacity of who we are. 
and we move away from some of this habitual insecurity that looks out amongst everyone else and says, am I okay? Is this okay? Am I worthy? Because remember, as we talked about before with the law of attraction, if you are reaching out and saying, am I okay? Is this okay? Am I worthy? The law of attraction will only bring you more opportunities for that, for more seeking, more confusion. And so we, at some point, need to just drop it. And it is, I think, that awakening, that point in time in consciousness, where you simply say, I'm going to choose to connect with the broader me. And I'm going to turn away from those thoughts and those habitual practices that bring me fear or loathing or guilt or shame. I'm going to release those thoughts which are a diminished self. This is the transition to the new consciousness. This is releasing control in order to gain control. Therein lies that beautiful paradox. You're listening to Everyday Attraction here on Unity FM and AlignRadio.com. We're going to take a quick break. Be right back. When listeners like you contribute to the Unity Online Radio Network, you're making a positive difference in your life and the lives of other spiritual seekers. To contribute, visit www.unity.fm and make a one-time donation or sign up for monthly contributions. Thank you for your support. Have you ever considered that everything you think and say is a prayer to the universe? Are you sending a positive or negative message? Join Reverend Beverly Melander and her guests on Affirmative Prayer, Activating the Power of Yes, to find out how you can activate your own power of yes. Using affirmative prayer or positive intention can make a big difference in the way you think, feel, and live. If you want help moving from chaos to clarity in relationships, health, prosperity, or work, this is the place for you. We'll have some how-to suggestions about how you can say yes more often from this point forward. Talk with Beverly Melander and her guest live every Monday at noon central, 1 p.m. Eastern. Affirmative prayer, activating the power of yes, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. We now return to Everyday Attraction and the Metaphysical Porch with your spiritual neighbor, Ray Zander. Have a sit, get something to sip, and let's get real. Spiritual. Welcome back from the break. You're listening to Unity Online Radio and AlignRadio.com, and the show is Everyday Attraction. My name is Ray, and I'm the host of this show, and also right with you, in wanting to understand more clearly the ability to choose a consciousness that can really make a difference in our everyday lives. And I think this paradox of that which we focus on is what we create is really so critical for us to understand at a visceral level, to understand at a core level that we cannot focus on something that is unwanted 
without creating more of that. That is how powerful we are as creators, that you can see the problem. If you are thinking you are a seeker and always looking outside or looking somewhere for confirmation of who, where, and what you are, then you cannot line up with the power of who you are because you're constantly creating more opportunities for seeking. But when we have to choose, and this is the power, we are choosing a new consciousness that says, I'm going to release that and don the perspective that I am source energy, that I'm actually creating the very reality to which I'm trying to understand. And I will go within that quiet place to truly embody that reality and let it speak to me and give me information that will awaken me to how it is that I'm doing this. <laughs> It is truly a magnificent awakening. And so the blah, 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 the words take back seat to the opportunity for our inner knowing. It's not outside of us as we've known. So let's get back to the workshop and hear more of what these teachers have to say about this awakening into our true consciousness. Words don't matter. Words only matter when you feel the resonance. As Esther and Barbara are walking through the through the entry, and some people lined up, and so Barbara is swinging her club, getting people out of the way so that, so that they can walk through. And uh, as she's walking through, Barbara's covered in goosebumps. Or Barbara will say something, or Esther will say something, and Barbara will say, look at my arm. What is that? And Esther will say, that is resonance, that's confirmation. That means the thought you just thought or the words you just spoke are in utter agreement with the source within you. That's the path you want to follow. And some of it you'll find in that book, and some of it you'll find in that book, and some of it you'll find in that book, and some of what you find in those books is off the path. Distracted I, you from what you came to say? I, I guess the, the essential thing is that I, I find that having, for me, like having absolute control I, over what my reality is feels like it's such an opposite. I'm coming from an opposite direction in my of course. in my path. And for, you're not alone in this. At first, and when so, people come to us and we say you create your own reality, at yeah. first, but wait, the first they say the majority who we play with. First they say, oh good, because there's stuff I don't want, and that idea of control feels better than having stuff I don't want. But then almost immediately on the heels of, I create my own reality, is I create my own reality? It's a little unsettling, because you don't feel prepared. You don't feel wise enough. You don't feel secure enough. It will come in time. But that's the message that we were giving to our friend earlier. In other words, he was wanting to tell the story a bit like you're wanting to tell the story. There is something for me, a lover or whatever, and I will find my way to it. That's sort of the story that you're wanting to tell. And there is more satisfaction in that story if you're standing in an insecure place than the story, I'm the creator of my own reality. But haven't you always noticed that whenever you have co-created with someone, whether it's a parent or a teacher, someone you trusted, a lover, haven't you always noticed that at first security feels good and after a while security feels like bondage? In other words, you always start jumping at the bit. In other words, 
you can have the most, in other words, it feels good to have mom around sort of pointing the way until she points you in a direction you'd rather not go. And then you start saying, I'd like to create my own reality. I'd like to create my own reality. And we promise you, you want to create your own reality. It's what your inner being knows. And your inner being knows it so completely that your inner being will not create your own reality. Esther, especially recently, has been trying to get us to do it. Amen, can't you just fix this? We wouldn't if we could, and we can't. And we wouldn't if we could, and we can't. We wouldn't if we could, and we can't. Because we would not for a moment deprive you of the opportunity to explore and decide. We wouldn't deprive you of the rockets of desire that are born out of your life. The rockets of desire that are born out of your life are authentic rockets of desire. But when you have rockets of desire and you haven't yet found the trail to them, then it's unsettling. And we get that. All I, all I can see is that I've... Let's stop there for a moment because there's something so delicious right there, right there. So what we were, what they were talking about there is this confirmation of resonance. We need to establish the confidence and trust that we have for that inner knowing. Because if we're going to become, or we are, if we're going to realize the power of our own ability to create, we're going to have to understand what is the path. How do I know the difference between the path I'm wanting and something that will take me somewhere I don't want to go. And it is that understanding of what resonance is within your body mind that allows you to become a powerful creator and beginning to lose the need to be the seeker. But we have to practice that confirmation of what resonance is. And they talked about it there, little goosebumps, the knowing. We all know it, but to claim it, to understand that when we feel resonance with a thought and a feeling, that we are in total and utter agreement with the source within us, and that is the path. That is the path. So now we know we have a map. We have a map of where it is and how it is that we want to go, and it is through that inner resonance that we trust and we become the more mature creator that we already are. We come into realization. And what I love what they said right there was, was that there is this conundrum when we first come into metaphysical teachings and we, we start, first start to study quantum physics. And we say, how is it that I create my reality? Oh, first, how wonderful. And then, oh, no, really? Am I wise enough? Am I secure enough? How will I know? Well, we already established that. We understand the key to understanding the resonance of our connection with source. We have the path. We have the, the map. And so now we can get excited about creating our reality. But isn't it interesting, the discernible difference between many of us who've been on the spiritual path who are saying, I'm going to find my way to enlightenment. I'm going to find my way to all that I desire. I'm going to find my way to that lover, to that relationship, to the money. I'm going to find my way as if it was being withheld in some capacity. And I think what these teachers are trying to say to us is that it is so much more real and true to release the need to find the way and to know that you create the way through your own resonance, the resonance with your inner being. It is up to you because the, the only reason we want to find our way inherent in that is this, this consciousness that there is still some insecurity they will deliver it to me if I'm good, if I do my mantras, if I do my alignment work. They will give it to me. They will show me the way. They, they, like this power out there. 
that is withholding in some way. And I love the analogy they gave of, of security, that at first security does feel good. And when we are children, the security that our parents give us is, is crucial, is, is important to our own development. But there comes a point in our maturity and in our spiritual maturity we we soon say, I don't want the bondage of security which says I have to seek it. I have to have it be given to me. I want to step into the power of knowing I got this. I know who I am. I'm awakening to the remembering of the fact that I am creating. I don't want to be out of the driver's seat. Let's take another look back at what they're saying here to this magnificent uh, seeker becoming a creator. I've been, where I've, where I've been is trying to get out of the driver's seat, actually, is seeing myself out of the driver's seat, totally out of the driver's seat. Well, let's so go with, let, let's, let, go, let's, go with let's go with this, no. Let's go with this. Let's, let's go with so, this in this sense. Stay here, no, no, stay no, here no. Just, for, just for a moment because what you're saying there is not off the path at all. Because what you're saying is what it's interesting because here you come. Yeah. Just stay here. Just stay here. Just stay here. Just stay here. Just for a minute. Just stay here. Just for a second and yeah. listen to what we're saying to you because you're where you are and where we are are exactly in the same place. And I'm about to agree with you. that they've been living 
the reason that this moment in time that they're having is so incredibly delicious is because they each recognize how much they put there that is now being delivered to them. So it's thousands of times more satisfying to receive the delivered package of stuff that you can identify that you put there. That's that's the benefit that the deliberateness of creation gives. It gives a robustness. It gives a passion to your life experience that is different than if you just say, whatever will be to me, will be, and I know that I will live happily ever after. Look, this is all on the scale of, of, of being a player in the dream, a player in the dream of life, where we're living a life where we think all this is real, and we think what we are is some, something going to be an expanded version of myself. And if that myself doesn't even exist, that self which we think we are is, not, is, is a total illusion, that there is no me, there is no, there is no I here which has a... Well, if that were true... You couldn't feel emotions, negative or positive, because there would be nothing to resonate no, with or against. Positive or negative emotions are, 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 are an occurrence of, think, of thought process to create that yes, they are. Yes, they are. They are a, a result of a thought process, a thought process that is vibrational in nature, which are depicting resonance or lack of resonance with that broader perspective. In other words, when we talk about your emotions being your guidance, what they are guidance about is the vibrational variance between the vibration of your being that is source-based and the vibration of your being that is physically focused. In other words, if you can wrap your, and until someone wraps their thoughts around that, until, until we are able to convince you that there is a part of you that you are playing against, that you are resonating with or you are resonating not with, until we are able to help you to feel what that guidance is about, you are right. You have no, you, you are sort of free-floating like a cork bobbing on the ocean, and you are out of control. I'm going to stop there and uh, let's 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 slow that down <laughs> because there was so much in that particular part uh, and again if you've just joined us we're listening to an Abraham Hicks workshop just a little snippet and we do again encourage you to go to the abraham-hicks.com website and order this entire uh, workshop it is fantastic or better yet if you can go to one of their events around the country it is exquisite and it is life-changing because what they're teaching is this profound awakening to the truth of who we really are and the part of us that is playing against that wholeness isn't that interesting that there is this this particular person in the seat was kind of struggling with the idea that there is no self and that, that there is no individuality but what they were saying is there is a perspective that is experiencing emotion that is personal and that emotion is personal because it is a variance between the perspective of that physical person and the truth of who they really are and in that variance between the perspective that they're donning in the physical and the truth of who they are is the self as we know it individual yes collective yes some of that is semantic and not really important but the important part is is that when we when we say yes to deliberately being the creator instead of just surrendering <laughs> when we really decide and discern that we are the powerful creator, that we have access to this larger consciousness that is the majority and the truth of what we are, we become more deliberate in our creation. And I do think that's interesting. 
that they said it is much more delicious for us to receive deliberately a package of what we've been wanting rather than to say, oh, I've just surrendered and whatever came, I'm going to accept it as that which is mine. You know, do, do you hear the slight variance in the ability to be a deliberate creator and that and then someone who is just simply releasing to uh, the, the divinity and hoping for the best. There is a power in understanding our creativeness because as, as they had said, they can't come in and think for us. It is not about the source energy coming in and doing it for us. It is our ability to awaken to the fact that it is us. <laughs> That it is there that there is no separation between the perspective and who we think we are. There is so much opportunity to know truly who we are. Let's take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll hear the rest of what these wonderful teachers are saying are the three keys to what it is that we're wanting. Stay tuned. You're listening to Everyday Attraction here on Unity FM. From on the air to on the sea, pack your bags and come with me. Hey, hey, what you waiting for? An early winter rendezvous with all the things you love to do. Hey, hey, treat yourself to more. A little more summer, a little more sun, a little less work and a lot more fun. A little more beach, a little more sand. A little less stress and a lot more pain. Join your favorite Unity Online Radio hosts for Cruise in the Caribbean, November 10th to 17th, 2012. On this fun-filled Caribbean adventure, enjoy sunshine, exceptional dining, and island excursions. Feed your spirit with music, message, and meditation, plus one-on-one time with some of your favorite hosts. That's Cruise in the Caribbean, November 10th to 17th, 2012. To learn more, go to unity.fm slash cruise. A little more sunset, a little more sea, a little less do and a lot more be. You've been listening to Everyday Attraction, where the law of attraction gets real. To learn more, become a fan of our Facebook page. Search for Everyday Attraction or email us at everydayattraction at unity.fm. Your comments and participation are sincerely welcomed. Welcome back from the break. You're listening to Everyday Attraction here on Unity Online Radio and alignradio.com. What we're trying to discern this hour and what we're looking to cease is the the transition between seeking God and knowing God as us. And the, the infinite difference between those two stances is one is really caught in a law of attraction conundrum where it is going to constantly be looking. Where when we don the perspective and the resonance that we are the creator, we are that which is creating the physical reality, we are participating in that. We then now, through the lack of resistance, open up to our true knowing and then the fun begins. (laughs) Because when we enter into what these teachers and many metaphysical teachers are calling the vortex, 
that is where we truly wake up to our power. And when we call something perfect, we allow it to be, even in its contrasty, even in its mix of, of that which we want and don't want, we call it perfect because it is a place where it is allowing our next logical step of expansion. So everything becomes part of our journey forward, which is a very powerful place to be and a very peaceful place to be because, again, you are not pushing against something, calling it wrong, calling it out of order, calling it fearful, calling it that which is calling you unable into a stance of calling you capable, able, that you are in a position to handle your life in a grace and an elegance and a profound journey of joy that perhaps you have never allowed yourself to do, and yet it's been there the whole time. It is not only getting out of the driver's seat, it is creating our own vehicle and no longer driving something that we don't fully claim as ours to maneuver. And we start by that internal calling it perfect and seeing what our broader perspective would like us to see. So what is it that we're really here for? If we are to become creators or realize our, creator, our creatorship and not seeking, what is it and why is it that we're here to do that? Let's check in and see what these particular teachers say that we're here for. A lot of people feel, fill in that feeling of out of controlness by subscribing to a God who holds all of the power. But then God becomes so fickle. He, he, he is not consistent. He's, he's, not, he's, he's not what anyone wants him to be. Yeah, no, I'm not, thinking of, I'm not thinking in terms of a deity or anything of a God. I'm just thinking of seeing, I mean, what is the truth about being? This is what I'm interested in. I'm interested in what is the truth of our being, and not trying to get an explanation for that, but a living knowing of well, that, so the which, is, which is not something you can come through through anyone telling you. Most people, all the masters have come through that through, through like you say, through meditation. But the truth of and, your being is happening in the now. And that's right. You're having the truth right now. You're, yeah. Everyone's enjoying this to some extent. It's going on longer than they want. But, but it's, all, it's all right. It's, it's not going on longer than we want. In other words, this is a powerful, important conversation because the truth of your being in any moment in time is the manifestation that's happening. So here we are having a conversation about things that really matter to you and discovering harmony, lots of harmony, and discovering some bumpy spots, and discovering harmony, lots of harmony, and discovering some bumpy spots. So, as a result of this conversation, now you are, and we are too, because everything evolves. This conversation has never been before to all of the universe. We've never had the clarity of conversation, and we want to say to you, not only is this conversation meaningful, but it could not have been if it hadn't been for what came before and what became before and what came before and what came before. Even exactly what came before led to what's going on here. And so the truth of our being is that we are constantly rendezvousing with a new, with a new becomingness and having, and, and having the success of alignment within it or having the lack of success of lack of alignment. In other words, everything exists. The, the, the premise of life is a triad, a triad of intentions. 
And these are the three legs of the triad. The first is freedom. You are so free you can choose bondage. You are so free that you can choose a thought that takes you to your knees. You are so free that you can choose a thought and establish a stance that will prevent good things from ever coming to you. Or you are so free that you can choose a stance and, and deliberately focus upon thoughts that bring good things to you. So the basis of your life is utter and absolute freedom. The intention of your life is joy. And if you get the intention of life in the right perspective, so that you care about the way you feel, and that guides the thoughts that you choose, then that freedom is a sure thing. In other words, if you care about how you feel, freedom is certain. And the result of this experience will be expansion. Now, we can't tell you which of these is a more important intention, because it is an equal triad. In other words, if you're not exercising your freedom, you will never find joy, and you will never get into that place of, of uh, in other words, expansion is going to happen because it never stops. You're always exploring and you're always shooting off these rockets of desires. But when you put the desire to feel good into the equation and then you discover the freedom of feeling good that only comes when your quest is that of joy, then it all fits together and then life is meaningful now and now and now and now. But you can't find that guidance unless you understand what it's about. When you get into your car and you set your navigational system and you tell it where you want to go, the reason that it can guide you is because you've told it where you want to go and it knows where you are in relationship with where you said you want to go. So it plans out the route for you and you can tell when you're on the route and when you're off the route. This is not so different. Through life, you have planned your route, you've told it where you want to go, and your emotions are telling you where you are in relationship to that at all times. So if you care about how you feel, which is something that most people have discounted long ago, because most people are trying to please others who care more about how they feel about what you're doing than how you feel about what you're doing. And so you're trained by a society, by parents who are very well-meaning, who say, don't do what feels good to you, do what feels good to me. And so right away, most people get outside of their guidance because they're... they're I'm sorry, Esther, can I ask a question? My question is this. Uh, it's me, annoying because we only have one answer, isn't yeah, it? No, no, no. Yeah, it is. In a way, it is. Because I... I, what I'm seeing is that I, I, know, I understand the emotional guidance system. I understand what you're saying. But what, I, what I'm interested in is there's a presence within every emotion, with, within every, like, what I, where I've been going is that within, within pain, within suffering, within any heavy emotion or feeling, there is, a, there is presence. There is, an awake, there is a present being which is already awake. And it's realizing that within that space, rather than trying to push the heavy emotion away and trying to find a better feeling. Well, that's, that, well pushing the heavy emotion away. Or no, trying to find a better thought, trying to direct but thought. But those are two distinctly different things. Pushing the negative emotion away only practices a vibration sure. of it longer. Sure. Reaching, for, reaching for a better feeling thought is necessary because the problem... so subtle for a better thought is your feeling that well that's why we're talking about getting general with it in other words you're right when you're focused upon something unwanted and someone says well you know you create your own reality you need to cheer up and find a better feeling yeah. wrong the reason that that is so important to you is because it is impossible to move from that specific unwanted thought to a specific wanted thought. You can't set your radio dial on 6.30 a.m. and hear what's being broadcast on 98.7 FM the frequencies don't match up you can't, you've got to be in the vicinity 
got to be in the vicinity. But it also isn't a good idea to to relax into the unwanted and allow the unwanted. Fortunately, you could not permanently relax into unwanted because there is enough in life that will distract you, and sooner or later you have to sleep. And when it's finding the, it, I mean, I guess what I've been, what where that where I've been going is finding the wanted within the unwanted. You know, immediately seeing what's already here, which is wanted, which is what you know, living, living out of being, living out of the space of being, which doesn't doesn't reject the unwanted. It accepts the unwanted. Accepts the, un accepts the unwanted as a valuable part of the creation of the wanted. Yes. And helps you to be able to focus because without the absence of light, the presence of light would give you nothing to see. In other words, with, with, without without the without the unwanted, the wanted could not exist. Your ability to focus to focus anything into being could not be if there was not the opposite with which to cause it to come into being. But the reason, see, we're talking about the same thing. The reason that we have so much fun mocking our own affirmation cards is because we're speaking exactly the same thing that you're speaking. Just we're going to stop there. You're listening to Everyday Attraction here on Unity Online Radio and AlignRadio.com. What we want to do with that segment, and wasn't it interesting to hear sort of this differing perspective from a sort of spiritual, quote-unquote spiritual, consciousness and this leading edge definition that Abraham is trying to describe that is yes to what we've known but there's still more for us to realize the power of who we are and and it is that we want to release to pushing against the unwanted we know that as a factor of the law of attraction and that when we embrace what the unwanted consciousness is bringing us that more clarity of what we do want that we can call everything perfect but we have to go back to why is it that we can relax into the creative process knowing why we are here what it is that we are here truly to do and how do we take that into our everyday lives and and in that sort of truth triad that they talked about in that segment. I think it's really interesting to look at our lives and see of these sort of three components of why we're here, how fully we're allowing ourselves to live those three components. And the first one is freedom. Absolute, total freedom. And of course they say we are so free we can choose bondage. Bondage of what? Bondage of our thoughts that tell us that we are nothing but perpetual seekers. It is that releasing in that knowing that our freedom is never up for grabs. That is truly who and what we are. And so when we come into these physical beings, we're wanting to remember that freedom is our core tenet. No one can think a thought for you. And in that, no one can feel for you, which means you are always at the precipice of choosing your freedom. And why are we here? The intention is joy. And so we always are free to experience the joy of this physical experience, of even the contrast between who we are today and who we want to be tomorrow. It is embracing that contrast that allows us to release and even enjoy the journey. There's been a phrase coming through these teachers, positive contrast, where we can see those things in our lives that are not here yet, that haven't happened yet, 
Where are they? I've been waiting. We can release and let and know that even that unwanted is feeding the clarity of our wanted. But there is one key that's going to change everything, and that is stepping into the creation shoes and not the seeker shoes. That we claim our ability to choose our thoughts, to experience emotions or release emotions that are not serving us because we know the path. And it is subtle. It is subtle in how we can change and shift how we are choosing to think, where our focus is going. So when we look at the contrast in our lives and we can release the thoughts there is that there is anything wrong or out of order or that we are not worthy or that we have not, we don't know something, we're missing something. So often when we have contrast in our lives, we think, oh, there must be something here that I'm not getting. Money isn't in my life because I'm not getting something. That person, that lover isn't in my life because I'm not getting something. And I think the wonderful paradox to wake up to is it is that thought itself that's creating that reality. And it is that moment where we choose to drop that which is not serving us. Where we choose our thoughts, not letting our thoughts choose us. That is when we step into this creator reality. And that's where the expansion happens. So the three tenets, again, are freedom, joy, and expansion. But they want to be clear, very, very clear, that one is not more important than the other. That expansion is not more important than freedom, and freedom not more important than joy, and joy not more important than expansion. That they are three very sturdy legs. And that the premise of our life is this triad. But when it comes down to the everyday moment, in that now, that perpetual now, where we are choosing to release the wrongness, release the thoughts that do not serve us, release the emotions and even the, more, the most subtle guidance where we allow ourselves to release the momentum of that which is no longer serving us by simply saying enough. There is nothing for me there in that which is saying, I am missing something, or something is out of order. We drop the tenant that there is anything out of order, and that everything is be cre being created for our perfect expansion. And even in the contrast, there is a jewel. But there is a moment where we can release the perpetual momentum of what we are missing and step into the knowing that all is well, and that the resources of source, that which I call the vortex, are here to serve us, to delight us, to move us into that expansive remembering that who we really are is the creator of this reality. Well, my friends, we have been on quite a journey this hour. I hope you have enjoyed this rather deeper look at what it feels like, what it is like to know when you release the burden of seeking and embrace the idea and knowing that you are divinity itself. Enjoy that. Know that. And we'll look forward to gathering together next time on Everyday Attraction. Thank you for joining us on Everyday Attraction, where the law of attraction gets real. 
Join host Ray Zander every Friday at noon Central Time, 10 a.m. Pacific, on Unity Online Radio for more ways to align with your source and start living the life you intended to live. Everyday Attraction is a part of the Align Radio Network at www.alignradio.com and sponsored by Send Out Cards. Check out www.sendoutcards.com forward slash attraction. Attraction. 